Hey guys, and welcome to Sounds Like NYC. I'm here with a wealthy loser. Wealthy loser, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, born in Long Island. Yeah, so, I'm from Long Beach, New York. So you still have that uh, street cred? Oh god, yes, I, do. yes um, I do. Tell me about yourself. Um, so I'm from Long Island. I moved out to Brooklyn when I was 17. And I guess I'm an illustrator now. Cool. So how's that been going? It's been going pretty well. Um, it's really fun. I get to meet a lot of young, ambitious people. Mm. Um, it's, it's gotten like funnier since SoundCloud rappers exist now and they want artwork. Yeah. A lot more business. <laughs> if you want to call it So, I guess take you to the beginning. Yeah. Right? Conception. Mm -hmm. Your mom and dad. Yeah. Made love. Oh, there's a person. What? 130? Yeah, 20 minutes. I'm just gonna start over again. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. We can start over. Oh, no. Yeah, 30 minutes, easy. Easy 30 minutes. Okay. Should we just keep it or should we just keep going? We could just keep going, I don't know. <laughs> okay, cool, whatever. So yeah, uh, keep going, I guess. Where were we? Alright, you were you were talking about my parents. Yes, they made love. Uh, and then... Out you came. Yes, I, I did. Uh, when did you get into art? Um, when I was in preschool, I guess. Mm. I just always sort of drew. It was okay. just something that I did. My mom was an artist, mm -hmm. so that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Um, what did she do? She was also an illustrator. She does jewelry now. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that was, was a thing. You didn't know jewelry was a thing? All that illustration for jewelry. Oh, no. Like, um, she designs jewelry. Oh, now, like okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So then you, I guess you just came from like a sort of artistic family. And it was sort of just like, you know. In a way, I mean... I had to go to public school all my life, so most of the classrooms were just, it wasn't really education, it was more like the teacher just yelling at one kid yeah. for like the whole 45 minutes. 100% this New York. And I had to do something, so I like I couldn't take out a phone, I couldn't like mm -hmm. play an instrument in the classroom. So sketching made sense. Okay. Yeah. I think that's kind of how it starts out. It was sort of like a an act of rebellion, okay. which got weird when I actually was put into art school hmm. because then it was no longer rebellious like no to draw in class, right. which sort of messed with my motivation for a second. Yeah, I mean, I, when I was our first, like, I was trying to learn drums in like senior year of high school, and so I would just buy drumsticks and just like tap on the fucking desk. Oh my god! And then somebody got mad at me. It's like they bought me a little drum pad. Um, a student bought me a drum pad. I would just play it, and I got bored. And I guess it's sort of the same. It was more accepted. I was an asshole in high school. Yeah. I was a big dickhead. Um, but then when it stopped making noise, I just don't want to do it. Mm. I just like tap on people on the street. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. It's like it, it. Once you are given some form of approval for what you're doing, it gets you to question why yeah, you're doing no, it. Yeah, definitely. Especially for an artist, it's sort of like. I mean, I, I mean, it comes to a point like. When there's so much, so many people doing it, right? There's so much art. You sort of question if you should keep going because, like, it's. I mean, what's the point? 
Yeah, I mean, recently, going on Instagram is actually really discouraging. Why is that? Like, you go on and you see all these illustrators mm -hmm. who have, like, just endless amounts of content. Yeah. And what's funny is, um, back when social media was first started coming up and it wasn't that social yet, yeah, it was yeah. still, like, a very anti-social thing to do, to spend mm -hmm. that much time on the internet. Yeah. Um, that's when I was using it the most, actually. Okay. I had a following when I was, like, 16 that I got rid of. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, I just wanted to start something new, I guess. Okay. I felt like I needed a different audience, but now I, I don't even know anymore. It seems like everyone's just like meshing together. Yeah. Like it's no longer like, oh, they're the fans of this particular series or this. It's like, oh no, they're just the Instagram base. Uh -huh. They're just the Tumblr base. It's uh -huh. like this whole umbrella everywhere you go. Yeah. And it's just this, I don't know. But um, back then I was posting like nonstop just because uh -huh. I felt like it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, the motivation was just that I was making these comics and I was laughing my ass off, right. and so were other people. So it was just like bullet amounts. Like I would make like five posts a day without even caring. I would like cancel my real life plans because I was having fun. Mm -hmm. And now that the expectation is to do that, yeah, to post every day, like I just can't even bring myself to do it. How often do you post? Not often. <laughs> How often do you do you draw? Um, true? I would say. Lately, I do a lot of work for hire, Okay. but I am pushing myself to um, start this upcoming series that I'm doing. I already kind of started. Okay, so tell me about that. What, what, what is it? Um, it's called Pink Light District. Okay. And I suppose it's a reaction to the upcoming importance that's been placed on gender mm -hmm. and the fluidity of sexuality okay. and how that's, in my opinion, it seems to have a... Um, changed people's general outlook towards intimacy or yeah. how they would identify themselves during intimacy. Okay. So what I mean by that is specifically like... More guys wanting um, things stuck up their butts. Yeah, kind of. Basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. To put it scientifically. Um, yeah, I'm a scientist. Um, mm -hmm. so, so what does counterculture mean to you? What does that mean? Counterculture. Counterculture? Yeah. What does that mean to me? Um, I guess what we were mentioning before, right. the urge to just act rebellious against any subject put in front mm -hmm. of you. Um, do you mean more like anarchy? Or? Well, no, I, well, I, I asked that question because, like, I mean, it's come to a point, right? Like, do you feel there is a counterculture right now? Because I feel like everything's just accepted. It That's just a good is. point. I mean, I guess when you're in the loop of being able to access so many community gatherings that are like cyber, yeah. it looks like everything is acceptable now. Right. But then there's times where I've actually realized like, oh no, this, my piercing for example, it still scares people. Okay. Like, there's still some people that it like phases them, mm -hmm. you know, depending where you go. Gotcha. Like walking in Brooklyn, people are just like, oh yeah, yeah this is Brooklyn goth, yeah. whatever. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> but if you go back to Long Island, they're just like, they want to stop you on the street. They're just like, is that, did that hurt? Is that in your bones? Is that, <laughs> no. <laughs> so I was actually wondering. I mean, I see, like, then, uh, it, maybe it, that's just a regular yeah, thing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, I guess it's a piercing. I mean, yeah, sometimes, like, people will be staring at my face on the street and I won't know it's there. Mm -hmm. And I'll just be like, oh, wait, there's metal in my face. Yeah. That's what they're looking at. It's not me. Yeah, I mean, like that and, like, tattoos are, like, just normal now. People just mm -hmm. get them to get them. I mean, you know, sort of like, you know, sexuality. Yes, there is some, like, a force trying to stop that or whatever. Mm. But it, generally speaking, it's accepted by you know, most people, you know, yeah. to a certain extent. I mean, there's a loud minority that, like, wants to bring it down, but it's, 
it's not really counterculture. Mm. You know what I mean? It just seems to be like the progression of it. Yeah. It just keeps moving forward. People are just trying new methods if they failed with something else mm-hmm. in the past. Do you like, feel like the progressive movement is kind of like uh, hindering, you know, sort of an art artistic, you know, view of like people? You know what I mean? Just because everything is so just there, like everything's like, yeah, that's that's yeah, it's normal. I think um, I don't know if it has to do with the uprise and like importance of the direction of where American culture is going, okay. or how New York has reacted yeah. to it. But I think um, I have seen more people sort of grab at the, like the hot topics right. that pop up and yeah. they just draw that because it gets attention. Mm-hmm. And it makes me question like how much of this is really legit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I've had that question too because like, I mean, I guess to a point, the more something's accepted, the more people do it. But at the same time, like how much of that is really genuine? How much of it is? Yeah. I mean, I, I know it's sort of like taboo to say, you know, are you really whatever? But it, 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 it's, it's a genuine yeah, question. I mean, I mean, how many people are like authentically that? I mean, I've heard so many takes on it, and I agree with all of them, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, one of them is like, oh, if you're just riding on a wave, then, you know, I, in my first-hand experience, it's hard to feel a sense of accomplishment when you mm-hmm. just sort of stacked another Jenga block on top of somebody else's right. thing that they started. Mm-hmm. Like, um... But at the same time, I've also seen like, oh, people don't care who did it first anymore. They just care who's doing it the best yeah, right now. Definitely. And it just adds to like that competition that constantly makes you like feel obligated mm-hmm. to do art that wasn't even there before, as far as I was concerned. Maybe. Do Do you feel like artists are, you know, being that you know art, sort of counterculture art, is like more accepted now? Do Do you see like a lot more people doing it? More people. Um, I think now that there's a platform for right. people to show what they want to do, they're more encouraged to like join in. Mm-hmm. That could be it. Um, yeah, I would say like maybe it was a little more common back in the day to be like the only artist yeah. in a group or to be like the artist friend. Mm-hmm. But now it's just kind of like, no, everyone has a thing that they yeah. do now. And it's like highly encouraged. I, I don't like the sort of narrative <clears throat> that, you know, everybody's an artist. Mm. that's sort of dirty to me you know what I mean it just takes away from like no like, I'm actually trying to pursue this I'm actually doing something like for you to fucking you know go on you know make your fucking Etsy shop or whatever that doesn't make you an artist I mean, oh my god you know what I mean but at the same time it's like it depends on who it is like it's so hard to work for other people exactly. sometimes yeah like I've considered getting on Etsy but then I'm also just like I don't know but it's like where else are you gonna go yeah. you know so. I mean, I'm a fan of trying to squeeze opportunity out of everything there is, mm-hmm. right? So there, if there is, and there is like a market in Etsy or like you know, fucking eBay or whatever the next thing is, uh, I think people should do it because mm-hmm. especially if you need the fucking money. I saw this interesting thing the other day. They were calling, um, <coughs> they were calling one of the like good recent like financial fads, like one of the being like an Instagram entrepreneur or like yeah. one of those Bitcoin people. They actually called it a gold rush, like a modern day gold rush. Yeah. And it kind of like woke me up like, oh wait, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. Everyone exactly. rushing to this source yeah. all doing the same thing. This is just like a virtual gold rush. No, it definitely is. Maybe and I should mean, care more about that. I think you should. I, I think, <laughs> I, I, you know, we're at a point and I've heard it so many times that like, this is the best time in history to be a human. Mm-hmm. Hands down. 
100%. I could definitely see that actually. Because there's so much opportunity out there. Like I knew someone who passed away before the Nintendo Switch came out and I was just thinking like, man, you would have really been into that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it sounds so dumb, but even like the, like when I see like an edgy pop artist, yeah. like I'm very grateful that I've been around long enough to see Cardi B happen mm -hmm. or Little Pump. Like yeah. I'm just glad that my eyes saw that. Right, yeah. Know? Like I'm glad this person next to me witnessed that as well. Mm -hmm. Definitely. <laughs> the progression of Kanye West. Exactly. I'm glad I lived through it all. Like, did you hear what he said? What did he say? That everything about that he was doing about Trump was just like a plan. He planned it or whatever to try to get more attention to like people that were like in prison. Oh, wait. Was that what they're saying now? That's what he said. I mean, I felt like I kind of saw that, but at the same time, like... Do you believe it? Or do you I think he's just looking crazy? I think he's actually insane. I think he's medically insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Um... I mean, this plan he had probably would have spanned on for, it would take like at least 12 months yeah. to get into the thing, right? Oh my god. <laughs> no, but I was thinking like, you know, over the course of a year, how stable yeah. would his sanity remain throughout his plan? And how would that affect him? He would just like been like dragged in. <laughs> Maybe he went insane because he was talking to him. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I think he was insane. I think he was always a little crazy. But I mean, every good artist is, right? I knew a guy who got a tattoo of like a, the Kanye West teddy bear on his like leg, yeah. and while that was happening, he just like felt Probably. so guilty because he loves wearing shorts. It's like fucking concealer on his leg. Oh my god! I mean, I I stuck around to watch that parade for as long as I could until yeah. I was like, I don't know how many conspiracy theories yeah. I can cook up for this one yay. Right. <laughs> I yeah, have yeah. to pack up now. Yeah, so I don't follow them right now. Do, do, so we're like we're talking about the. The gold rush, right? Of like mm -hmm. social media. Oh God. Um, does it matter if you're first? Like, did it ever matter if you're first, or does it matter if you're the best one? I think there's. You know what I mean? Here's, like, here's the thing. Like, like MySpace was first, but nobody gives a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's sad, but like, I would say there's definitely an amount. You you would need to be pretty independent and like self-assured to feel okay with or be proud of just like yeah I was first I'm cool with that other people are doing it now but it's fine does it have any value like, in it um to be if first? you care about it if that's just like a part of you that well, you like to keep to the market happy. to the market does it have like any with sort the of market yeah. nah if you stop doing something anyone else can take it yeah you know like um like with those little comics I was doing they were really crudely drawn and slapped together and I didn't really see anything like that first even mm. the way I was drawing the text um it wasn't in a bubble it was just like done in a specific scratched up way mm -hmm. um and now it's like more popular it's like a meme comic or like a yeah. parody comic style format that mm -hmm. i see a lot of people doing um and in the back of my mind i'm like man didn't i kind of start yeah. that but at the same time like i'm glad that i had this like raindrop of influence right. on whoever was 12 at that time exactly. and i i chose to put down the you know the mm -hmm. torture or whatever so whoever picked it up like go ahead you know that's a good take what do you feel about copyright? Copyright? Yeah, just like in, in, in like the art artistic sphere. Like because if someone makes something and they want to sell it and use it and you know they don't yeah, want to Yeah, like that you have like a painting or whatever, like some sort of drawing people just sell on fucking shirts or whatever. That's or the like worst. or That's like the worst. Uh, sampling even, right? So like sampling a, mm -hmm. a song somebody did and then doing something with that. Like what's your take on that? Um Do you feel like they're one of oh, the same? Man. Do you think they're different? Um, of course they're different because it's like two different mediums, I guess, like sound versus visual. But is it really? Because the 
person who had nothing to do with it still profiting. Yeah, I mean, I guess it has to do with like how they seem to uphold it in court. Like, um, if it's changed to a point where it's no longer the original, yeah, maybe you could let it slide. But if you're the original artist and something about it just doesn't rub you the way you're the right way, yeah, I think you have every right to like act on it. Right. But if it's just like a you know, some things you let go. Like I once designed a t-shirt, yeah. right? And then I saw a picture of someone at a convention wearing the same t-shirt, but the text was a different color. Oh. And I'm just like, how is that even possible? <laughs> like I hand drew all the text myself yeah. and it was pink, but they made it red. Okay. And it was the same exact like words that I put. Oh. And I didn't know, like, am I supposed to get upset with this person? for yeah. just doing a silk screen or yeah. should I, you know, they're just a cosplayer. I don't really... You know, they're smiling in this picture. So How can think, I be mad? So, like, so is it more like, does that do more of like, it's only bad if it reaches a certain audience that I didn't, or the fact that they're profiting on it, or like, oh, what's your take on like, what, when is it bad? Um, I think it's... Because they, they still transform it one way or another, otherwise they wouldn't be able to sell it, right? So even putting it on a shirt, you know, the artist didn't put on the shirt, so I put on the shirt. I, I mean, if they're, if they're stealing your art and selling it, that's just like a no-go by gotcha. me. So like in, in general. Yeah. But I think that individual, they just, maybe they couldn't afford the shirt, so they just tried to make their own. Mm -hmm. And that's like, okay, they, they looked young, whatever. So the intent matters. Um, I think it just has to do with, if you're the individual that concerns and it bothers you, mm -hmm. definitely do something about it. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't bother you, Good on you. One less stressful thing to worry about. Should it bother you? Should it bother someone? Yeah. Um, I think it makes sense depending on what your situation is. Mm -hmm. Like, it seems as though like the more well off you are, the easier it is to let things go. Okay. Sometimes, but there's definitely moments where I wake up and like you know you're broke when you're mad about that ten dollars yeah. you spent two exactly. months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so you're saying like it. it it matters more if one person is more well off than the other one. No, that's not what I'm saying. So what are you saying? I don't, bad, I don't have like a solid opinion on it. It's just more like um, like case by case uh, basis. If something's bothering you, you probably have a good reason why. Okay. You know, it's like just personal um, circumstances. Right. Like if you're someone who's struggling to pay their rent, you finally mustered up the time to make this art piece. It's up for sale, and this other guy just like, takes it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't even talk to you. Yeah. He could have talked to you. He could have made a deal with you. He right. just chose not to. Yeah, it's just not necessary. Like half of how you like make any of your money anyway is just mm -hmm. collaborating with people who need creative people. You know, mm -hmm. it's like that's already the standard and right. economy that's been established. So right. just like jump over it is pretty messed up. Kind of grimy. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be fun. We're all right. supposed to just be like, let's make money together. But right. they're like, hey, uh, fuck you. I'll make more money than you. Craziness. Yeah. Well, how much do you think, like, how much does, you know, sort of, like, the classes, you know, really get into art? Like, how much does that matter in the arts? Like, you know, like, the upper class and lower class, mm. like, sort of, uh, I mean, they have completely different sort of expectations of what art really is. Oh, I have no idea. Like, I've seen, I've worked for a man who, like, just scaled classes with art just because one painting he made like over a hundred thousand dollars from an offer. Mm -hmm. Like you end up jumping classes in his career sometimes. You might be like so broke borrowing mm -hmm. money one at one point and yeah. this other point you're like living this whole other lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Just depending on 
who you run into. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you think, like, I mean, sort of, like, I guess sometimes, like, art does uh, transcend class, but sometimes it's more like a sort of like a, a finger point, you know, into another class. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, you know, I take, like, a graffiti, for example, right? Yeah. Completely different when somebody does it to one another person does it, you know what I mean? What's crazy, though, is how you mentioned art's becoming, like, more widely accepted, like, yeah. all these counterculture exactly. artists. They would pay for graffiti artists now. Like, they, like I look on Craigslist sometimes, and they're specifically looking for people who could paint their wall or spray paint their wall. And I don't know how to use a spray paint can mm-hmm. yet. Well, I can probably figure right. it out. Just, just push button, I think. But it's wild, like, the people who were originally kind of put down for acting that way are now, like, in higher demand. Yeah. I mean, I guess it also has to do with, like, it, it was seen as a nuisance because people were just tagging up something that they didn't want to be tagged. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's sort of different. Like, I, back in a while, like a year ago, I was uh, interviewing this guy who actually, he worked for some people who had their, like, box trucks, right? They were tagged, in, like, always. They were always being tagged. And they were painted over, like, in white. They would still be tagged again, right? And then when somebody tags it, everybody else comes along and tags it. Mm-hmm. So what he would do to combat that is he would just like make a huge fucking piece on the box truck, right? So just like a bunch of like, um, this sort of like creatures on it. It's a uh, sin, Dennis, Dennis Barr. Yeah. Yeah. Check him out if you haven't checked him out. He just so used like a wild ass mural the, like to the, As big as this room, right? He would yeah. design it. He just make a mural on it. Yeah. And people just stop tagging it. It's crazy because I actually kind of see that happening in Bushwick a little bit. Yeah. Like, there's definitely a lot of mural projects going mm-hmm. on. None that I'm like in the loop enough to get my hands on, yeah. but it seems like they're like community only yeah. helping. Um, I think people respect it. You know what I mean? Uh, if they see an art piece, they want to step on somebody else's shoes. Yeah. Just kind of, uh, kind of strange though. I mean, it's like it just makes it uncool at that point. Yeah. You know, it's like you could tell that was like one of your homies. Yeah, exactly. Like that. And then you're just trying Yeah. But then, like, the Verizon building somewhere near my block that has, like, nothing on it. Mm-hmm. It has all types of skinny written yeah. names all over. It's like, fuck you, it's the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really funny. So you, you've only been living in New York City for four years, right? Mm-hmm. How's, do you feel like it's been changing? I mean, you're originally an East Coast person anyways, yeah. right? Do you feel like some parts of you are more, like, you know, accentuated? You know what I mean? Like, so, some parts of you, your personality of, like, we're on the how's New York City oh changed Oh my god, it? like, so for one thing with Long Island is sometimes you meet someone who's not from there, mm-hmm. you know, and they're going to school with you. So I met someone from Brooklyn when I was really young. Um, we ended up dating for a minute. Mm-hmm. But that definitely, like, opened up my world a little bit in terms of what was out there. Okay. I was, like, really young. But <laughs> he was just, like, already telling me about all this stuff that happens, like, mm-hmm. Um, what do you call it? Like, oh, God. I don't think I should even tell that story. <laughs> Go ahead, it's an open podcast. <laughs> okay, uh, so I was like, just like this innocent little girly girl type of mm-hmm. thing, right? And like, this, I was with this older boy and his friend, and they wanted to pick up some, you know. Wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, we went to this place that's more like the projects area of town okay and they were picking something up and then there was like this group of boys just like walking in the street and like a like a v formation like geese mm-hmm. towards the vehicle and i was just like oh let's just smile at them they yeah. look our age and then 
oh my god, when I went to school the next day, this girl was like, you smiled at them, are you trying to die? And I'm like, what? Wow. Is, that, is that what that means? Yeah. So, um, no, like I smile at them, and then he tries to open my car door on like my side. Mm-hmm. So the guy I'm dating, he gets so mad, he like puts the thing into gear, drives home, goes up the stairs, comes back with like this really like rugged looking knife with like a wooden handle. It's like a flip switch, yeah. but it looks like a steak knife. Mm-hmm. And he comes, and I'm like, what's happening? What's happening? I'm just, oh my god. And then he drives back and then picks up his friend. The guys are gone. But I was just like, okay. That's crazy. So that kind of broke me out of yeah, yeah. that little realm I yeah. was living in at that point, And it just kept going like that, <laughs> you know? That's crazy. So, um, actually, after that whole experience um, on that side of life, mm-hmm. I couldn't really resonate with Long Island anymore. Mm. You know, like, um, my coming of age was with people who were, like, the kinds who wanted to smoke a huge yeah. blunt at the train yeah, station, right, right, right. there's a cop walking by, and now we have to run, mm-hmm. and run onto the bus, and then the bus right. takes you away. Yeah. Like, oh my god. So, coming out to Brooklyn, um, something I found interesting was that you know, I came here because of college, so there's people from all over the country. Mm-hmm. And you find that the people who are from New York or Jersey or whatever mm-hmm. end up having to protect the out-of-towners that they become friends with. If yeah. you go out, if you're at a party. Yeah, I mean, there's certain rules. Things go down. Certain things you don't do in New York City. Yeah, yeah. It's also interesting how, um, I think you can tell, like, I wasn't born and raised in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I just, I notice everyone carries their own vibe. Yeah. But I do notice, like, there's that initial... Um, misinterpretation that some strangers have had with me at a party or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they think, oh, like maybe I'm one of those people who are like from the Midwest who sort of need like a, like a friend bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, no, I am the yeah, yeah, person. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. We were at this rooftop party once. This guy who looks like he's from like an episode of Breaking Bad is there mm-hmm. with like an open suit jacket, no shirt under, yeah. mad tattoos all over his neck. Mm-hmm. They were saying he was on bad cocaine and like, he like ended up like punching a girl's glasses off her face. He was just harassing all the women at the party. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And he was gonna come for my friend who was from Connecticut and mm-hmm. I knew this girl like could not yeah. like defend herself. Right. So I just like stood there to buy time and I was like, You're not passing, you're yeah. not getting through here. Yeah. And then this huge like Irish kid with like bright red cornrows yeah. <laughs> swoops in and checks him in the face. This kid with overalls and a blonde buzz cut yeah. is like going at this yeah. guy. He's like, they're saying like, yeah, it's a guy. It's like, no, he doesn't. Like, okay. So yeah, I was like, what, 18 at that point? Jesus and, fucking um, we had We had to leave. Our friend was like, go, go. He's like putting us down the, the rooftop. Um, so... That's I think I think things like that, because uh, of course things like that happened when I was younger as well. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of what sets apart the New York friend yeah. from another individual, like another something person, about the East yeah. Coast. I had this conversation with another friend of mine. He said how he can't stand how some people come out here and they have no sense of consequence. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, here you know, like you know, your actions are. Gonna have consequences. Like anything you do, there's like unwritten yeah. rules. You shouldn't be even doing. walking in a way that's too vulnerable. Is yeah, we, exactly. Like people will tell you you were asking for it. You know, yeah. of course you're not. But like you kind of are in New York City, though. I, I that's what I was taught that yeah. one day where I smiled at the guy because yeah. I thought you're just supposed to do that. They said like, no, no that's an invitation. Yeah. A lot of things are considered a, like a welcoming invitation mm-hmm. to 
be messed with. It's a different culture. It really is. Like I've learned, like um, you know, if you walk with a heavier step, act like there's something gross in your throat for yeah. a second, people will get away from you. Yeah. You have to walk with a purpose. You can't just be like on your phone. Just like, like I know where I'm going. Exactly. Like I know where my phone is, and you can't touch it. Like yeah. whatever. Do so you feel that's good? Um. I mean, I personally like it um, compared to friendlier environments. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it's maybe it hardens you. Yeah. I went out to LA once after I painted a mural. I took the money and I was like, let's go. Mm-hmm. So I went, and me and my friend were like skateboarding on Venice Beach. We were learning how to skateboard for the first time, and these two beach dad type mm-hmm. characters stop us. And they're like, they look like they'd be into it. Hey, you girls want to smoke a joint? Yeah. And we're just like, sure. Yeah. So we're sitting like on the grass, just smoking outside for the first time, like ever, because it's legal. Mm -hmm. This was a few years back. Um, and part of me couldn't help but feel on guard. I was kind of like that New York feeling, like there's no way someone could be this friendly. What do you want? They didn't want anything. You know, like trying to hang up, like in the sun. Yeah. I was like, what sunlight? What's that? I hate California. In Brooklyn, we close our blinds. And there's twice I hate it. <laughs> I can't stand it. It's. Uh, it's I don't got know. its. It, you know what it is? Like every city has a different tempo. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And the thing with New York City is just like always at 150 BPM. Yeah. Like nonstop. It's hard to slow down. And then when you go to like the, the West Coast, everybody's like taking their time. It's like no, I got places. It's to like be. you have to. It's like oh no, we don't have a train that takes you there in 15 minutes. Yeah. You have to sit in this car yeah. for this long. Yeah. Like, that's interesting. It's crazy, like, things like that just change a culture entirely. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you're out there on the road or whatever in your car, you just see, like, this long way ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And you know you shouldn't be in a rush. It just yeah. wouldn't make sense. You can't even see your destination. Yeah. Whereas in New York, the destination's constantly Stops. teasing yeah, you. Exactly. It's like, you're almost there. You're yeah. not there. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just, like, slowly. Yeah. Does anyone have change? <laughs> you. <laughs> No worse of like the fucking the foreign moms with their kid, they're carrying it, they just like leave fucking napkins on every fucking seat. And then they're just like they come back and hey, you wanna give me a dollar for this napkin? Like, no, I'll fucking eat napkins. What the fuck is wrong with you? And they just like go and fucking It annoys me. It annoys me. Because I I got places to be, right? I work hard for my money. I need my money in New York City. Why should I give it to somebody I don't know? I think that's why there was this one really I heard they cut babies. They rent babies. They rent babies. They can I babies. rent my baby to someone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have one. Get but when one. I do, can yeah. I get one? Make that make that little fucker work. Oh my god. What if it's just like a swaddled up, like small dog, and I just say it's no, but I, I mean I'm pretty sure it could work for some people though. I think more people are more uh rentababy.com. Yeah. I think more people would uh, sort of care more who's a dog than who's a baby. Especially in New York City. Jeez. Talking about fucking white privilege? What about dog privilege? <laughs> <laughs> Those fuckers got no worries at all. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll just end it there. What do, you, what do you, you have anything coming up? Coming up? Um, Pink Light District. There's that coming up. Mm-hmm. My illustration series about. The, the submissive side of male sexuality. Okay. Yeah. Um, follow me on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'll just link everything up. I mean, you sent me everything, just look it up. 
Cool. Awesome. Thanks so much for uh, Yeah, it was nice meeting you. Yeah. That was fun. Hooray. And look at that. I thought the fucker was going to come back. Okay.